0: I'm here with my handsome husband, Tim, and today we're going to talk about how he is partially Hispanic or whatever that means because what we're trying to figure out is everyone has a family history and how much color do you need to have in your bloodline to actually have a race-related experience? I guess that'll be my first question to you.
1: So, we're talking about race?
0: Yeah, we're talking about race.
1: Uh Uh-oh. So, my cousin just got married, and I guess technically she's my step-cousin. And um, one of my teachers had said couple years ago like oh she's not your real cousin because uh, I'm really white and she's uh, really brown and so I showed him a photo of my great-grandfather who was really brown and uh, I remember thinking you know that's so weird, like, we make all these assumptions, um, and at the same time, you know, I, I think about um, misrepresentation that people do to try and uh, gain some sort of street credibility or minority status, um, or you know. Another phrase is cultural appropriation. Um, and then in my family, my, my grandfather has mostly emphasized our Basque heritage, which he thinks is Spanish, but may also have French or be French. And then recently he was talking about um, his uh, Tiwa Indian heritage, and the Tiwa are in, you know, what's now New Mexico. But, um, you know, the Hispanic heritage is definitely very prevalent. It's just, it's just that combined with being, um, really white and then having mostly sort of English, British, Nordic.
0: Not to mention really blonde hair.
1: Right. <laughs> and hazel eyes. Right, yeah. But I mean, you know, people... I remember I went to college with a, a guy who was really fair, more fair than me, and had red hair. And he was Mexican. And he was Mexican. And, you know, he was biracial. I mean, his, his dad is... Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, right, and the other and Mexican it. I knew
1: had... Well, she had, like, dark brown hair, but her skin was pretty white. Right, so... There's definitely sort of a difficulty, I guess, in the United States and then my own family's sort of reluctance to embrace the Hispanic heritage, or if they do, you know, they quickly want to emphasize that it's from Spain, which emphasizes, you know, their distaste for, you know, being associated with Mexican or Central American or South American. But, you know, even in those nations and just like, you know, people that are friends or acquaintances, um, you know, you have the full spectrum of, uh, you know, fair skin to, um, you know, darker, like even you could say our kids are.
0: Right, I guess one of the differences is you can walk down the street and everyone's like, oh, here's a white dude. One of our kids walks down the street, it's, oh, maybe they're Hispanic or they're definitely a mix of something.
1: Right, so that's kind of a weird thing because I remember when I was little, um, you know, you look at the newspaper or something and there's, oh, the President of the United States meets with the President of... Mexico or some South American country and he just looked like a Spaniard
0: right and then remember we were watching was it Monty's gardening show and, and they were in France mm. and there was a French guy and he looked like your family
1: oh yeah my mom's dad he, I was like wow it kind of looks he also looked like your grandma Jerry's side. oh that's true too yeah it was super it weird it was like
0: a complete mix mhm mhm
1: Right, yeah. Well, you know your
0: history, so, like, why might that be? I mean, people were spread around in Europe, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, uh, And I think also, too, there's the issue of language, because I know within the Basque heritage uh, movement, a lot of folks will say, like, well, what identifies you as Basque? Um, and especially in the Basque country, they'll say, well, do you speak the language? That's what sets you apart. Especially over and against Spanish and French. You know, like, oh yeah, we have to speak those languages, but do you speak the the, um, the native mother tongue or whatever? In the U.S., it's not... or in the, the diaspora, it's not as big of a deal, obviously, but um, that's been one of the things. Like, my great-grandmother, my... My grandfather's mother, she was a Spanish native speaker, and she taught Spanish. Um, her maiden name was Martinez.
0: So let's say you're applying for, I don't know, college type situation. You're going to go to grad school or, or something like that, and you have to check in the box that says, are you Hispanic? Mm-hmm. Why would or wouldn't you mark yes or no?
1: Yeah, the way I was raised was my parents just told me I was white. And, like, if we were associated with uh, Hispanicness, that it was from Spain. So it was just European. Um, Which I don't think is inaccurate, but... Um, you know it it wasn't something that we really focused on and now looking back my grandpa Jerry and then my uncles and aunt you know it was all sort of de-emphasized like they were trying to not be associated with that part of themselves Um, so now I'm embracing that more and have for a number of years but I still feel like as like it's somewhat dishonest to identify as Hispanic in you know official documents. So would you say that Hispanic
0: culture goes into being Hispanic, and that your family's been very separate, if if at all, there was that culture connected to um, the Rubley identity?
1: I think that's true, and so I think part of it too is like, do you are you um at least in my line of thinking like part of why we want to delineate those histories and differences for graduate school or college or whatever and employment is so that we don't discriminate and that we provide more opportunities to Um, those who are from historically oppressed groups and discriminated against groups.
0: Um, Right, it almost feels like everyone wants a piece of the pie, so we'll do our ancestry test and be like, oh, well, I'm actually one quarter something obscure. Does that make me special, or does that make me oppressed,
1: or does that make me somebody that I didn't think I was? Right, yeah, so... You know, I've kind of gone back and forth in my mind, and I tended to um, want to explore and appreciate that history and understand it better and um, have not really chosen that in official documents.
0: So how would you pass this fairly confusing topic for your set of the family, onto your children.
1: Well, you we've always it? talked about it, you know, like really openly. I think.
0: I mean, do you hope that they'll learn Spanish, learn certain cultural aspects of, you know, maybe Mexican heritage, or? I mean, we've definitely talked about Basque a lot, and that's sort of we've. Like, We've been like Grandpa Jerry in that way. We focused on Basque culture because our name is Basque. Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really tried to focus on it through the family specifically. You know, so the family land in Colorado, family heritage in New Mexico. And then so the the Spanish Basque legacy, possibly French, but pretty much Hispanic the Spanish, Hispanic. Um and then Spanish language, that's always been the language that, you know, I spent the most time with besides English. Um in studying a foreign language and then in you know, thinking about solidifying that and spending more time trying to uh be more fluent. But yeah, I haven't really thought about like what the kids should be doing, I just wanted to talk to them, like, here's, here's your heritage, here's what we know, here are the things that are, um, important to us in remembering where we came from and trying to honor that and, and to also honor others in their heritage.
0: I guess one of the things that I think we're going to be faced as long as we live in a place like Walla Walla is, um, uh, we are surrounded by people from Mexico. If there's any diversity in the town, it's you know farm workers and as well as just families that are Mexican. Mm-hmm. And
1: or it could be from other countries as well.
0: And even me being Bengali, like I go to the grocery store and people try and speak Spanish to me. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna happen to our children.
1: Well, I suppose it could.
0: I think them being mixed race makes it even more. Difficult to pinpoint um, an identity, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, I mean, I suppose you're right. I haven't really thought about um, that as, like, a, a problem. Yeah. I think of more as just kind of a, an additional level of richness. Um, because it's not... For at least for our kids, it, it's not um, something that they're separate from. Like they may be separated from the subculture of a lot of the, uh, you know, south of the border, the American border kind of Hispanic heritage that is present um, with people connected to those regions present in Walla Walla or in Eastern Washington. But, um, you know, just like any language group or or cultural group, you know, I think there's a lot of diversity.
0: Right. I mean, there's people that are from Mexica- Mexico, there's people that are from Honduras. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's quite a lot of countries represented before you even head into South America.
1: Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't know, I guess... Like you're saying, like, like if I wanted to just ignore it uh, because I'm so fair and blonde and hazelite, as you said, like I could just opt out of thinking about it and no one's going to bring it up to me out in the world.
0: Right. That almost feels like you're ashamed of something and it's almost better to embrace what is, even if it's complicated.
1: Yeah, I I guess you're right. I haven't. I guess I haven't really thought about it that way. To me, it's always been like, oh, this is super positive to like, um, understand and research and and get to know, you know, the people of of your family's past as best you can.
0: Right, but we're probably not going to be throwing our daughter a quinceanera when she's fifteen, for instance.
1: We're right. Not culturally. Yeah, yeah but I, I mean. Honestly, like I don't even know um, is that something that you would do in the Basque country in in Spain? Um, well no, so that does not go with
0: the Spanish roots, that goes with uh, Grandma Martinez and right. her side that was sort of ignored. Right, I suppose so. Yeah, that's that a good be point. like saying, Okay, my wife's from Bangladesh, but we're all Basque. Right. So that is kind of fascinating to think about how your family has a whole line of people we know virtually nothing about and it was sort of like completely ignored
1: right I haven't even asked my grandpa about that very much it's interesting
0: is that because the female line wasn't as important you think it would be important
1: was there yeah I've asked my parents about it when I was little but I never Talk to my grandfather about those things really but yeah he voluntarily brings up his uh, ancestry you know and, father's side yeah you know, and he has all his cousins and his uncles that when they were still alive um right
0: and clearly in this conversation we're talking more about your paternal side as well because your mother's side is french and british and we're scottish scottish
1: <laughs> British is me, sorry <laughs> no, so that that's true um, but yeah, I mean I, you know, try and think back my earliest memories of thinking about these sort of things as a child and it was more just kind of an interesting thing to know about it wasn't really super important whereas now with my kids being uh, Asian and um, European and whatever else we have like the possible smattering of Native American and then um, you know sort of the Hispanic American connections which I don't even know exactly all the details now it seems more important. Um, Trying to help them understand their, like, um, ethnicities and identities and to be proud.
0: Exactly, yeah. So, it is messy, as you've noticed in this conversation. And to be honest, Tim and I haven't talked about some of these questions before this podcast. What? Well... Some of the lines of thinking. We've definitely talked about you being Hispanic and me feeling uncomfortable with you ticking that box.
1: Oh, you were uncomfortable. Well, it does. Now the truth comes it out. It feels
0: kind of unfair that somebody who gets to pass gets to hit a box that says, hey, I'm unique.
1: Even if. So I'm not unique? But you're super unique to me. <laughs>
0: so yeah, it's very it's very confusing. Hmm. But with that, we're going to say goodnight. And let you think about how confusing race and ethnicity happens to be in our country, culture, mixed-race families.
1: Bye for now.